0: your Daily Dose of Donna, and today is Tuesday, May 30th. We are almost at the end of the May month. Can't believe it. I actually, it took me a solid four hours to remember that it's not Monday. I usually go to a 9 a.m. yoga class on Tuesdays, but this morning when I woke up, I was like, oh, because I slept in, because we were out all day yesterday, and I'll tell you guys a little bit about that, and I was confused. I was like, there's not a good yoga class 9 a.m. on Monday. Where am I going to work out today? And then- Sure enough, it's Tuesday, which means that we have four days this week. You guys were lucky. You got a show yesterday, but we have four days this week. And um, and then next week, we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I leave on my trip. So we have nine more daily doses, daily, 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 before uh, we're taking a little bit of a hiatus until the beginning of July or the end of June. Um, For those of you that have not joined the Facebook group, go ahead and join the Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group. The link is below. It's on, on all my links. And also, if you do want um, to be part of a text community where I can text you when I'm going live, et cetera, et cetera. I have a poll in there and I'm gonna be setting that up. Obviously, you guys are into the idea. I'll be setting that up this week um using community and that way I can just communicate with you guys. I'm so excited about that. You guys love Lance, by the way. For those of you that were on the live yesterday on TikTok, and then of course, those of you that watch the YouTube or listen to the podcast, y'all love Lance. Like, I think you love Lance maybe more than me, which is concerning considering this is not called Daily Dose of Lance. It's called Daily Dose of Donna. So what are we going to do? about camera Lance. Luckily, luckily I am married to him. Darlene for sure loves him more than me. Luckily I am married to him and we will, uh, have him back on the show as often as possible. You guys are amazing. He's, I've never heard him so hot on himself. Like he is, you guys should have seen him this morning. And I think it's for a TikTok that they're doing, but he's in a full on baseball gear, like, um, like wearing baseball pants, like tight, Baseball pants. He's participating in a softball game, a coach's softball game on Saturday morning. And I got to go and support my husband. Okay, as always, the show is brought to you by Ilya, which is right behind me. I'm going to grab a couple bottles. Yesterday I brought out the rosé, so today I'll bring out the Moscatel Macabeo. Love this one. This is a perfect lunch one. Hey, camera Lance, we were just talking about you. And then, of course, the Roble, which is a red wine. There's also beers. There's also going to be a non-alcoholic. If you go to ilia.com and use the code DAILY20 for 20% off, this wine and beer ships directly to you. There's a few states that she's still working on to get it to, but it ships directly to you. It is so lovely, so drinkable. The bottles are beautiful. This can be used as a gift. It can be used just as your own wine. And most of the people that are purchasing it are pretty shocked at how reasonable the prices are. Because if you want like a real deal, nice bottle of wine, we're not talking about two buck chuck here. We're talking about good wine. Sometimes it's a little bit pricey, especially if you're getting it shipped to you from Spain. So, this is a wonderful gift. I know Father's Day is around the corner, birthdays, graduations. Don't get kids' wine, but maybe the parents of the graduates, right? Okay, I'm gonna move it right over here. I know on TikTok you can't see it, but you can see it on YouTube. Okay. So yesterday, yesterday we had a fun day. Um, we went over to my friend's house in Calabasas. She lives in a gorgeous home, um, beautiful backyard and we barbecued. And well, when I say we barbecued, like I ate the barbecue food. I did not cook, but, um, we ate, we drank, we ate more, we drank more, and then we continued to eat. And when I got home last night, I ate so much that I slept horribly. Do you guys ever have that? Like after you drink and eat a lot and you just like your stomach is off and you're waking up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. That was my night. So that's why I slept in this morning. Lance, my my uh favorite Lance, he brought it over to – uh he brought the kids to the bus because I was I needed to get back in bed. I was so tired. Um, do they ship overseas? They do ship overseas to certain countries, but I'm not sure specifically where. I know obviously, you know, it's a Spain-owned wine, Ilya, but we don't know exactly. I have to find out specifically where they do and do not ship, but you can find it all on the website, Ilia.com. And of course, Daily 20, don't forget, hook a sister up, support me. Okay, so a couple things. I want to talk about Summer House today. Are you guys into Summer House? Did you watch the reunion? Are you interested in it? Um I have to say it was the reunion was pretty good. I watched it this morning while I was getting ready for today. And I will say like I am pretty uh I'm pretty impressed with how kind of watchable it was. But let's just get into Summer House for a little bit. So those of you guys that are Summer House watchers, you're going to be into this. And then of course I will of course Bring you up to speed on a couple different other reality updates and, like, you know, little pop culture news things that have hit my eyes or like jumped out at me. First of all, Summer House, you know, without going deep and too into it, I will say this I am sick and tired of watching shows that feel like it is. I know this is a word that is a trigger word, the bullying, but I, it's one against many or many against one in this case. And I know that Lindsay um, doesn't have, she's not alone in this. She's got Carl next to her. She's got some of the new kids that like her a lot, Sam and Gabby, etc., and Chris. But that there was one side of the couch. You know, this is what we're always going to see. And we'll see it on The Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion. And there's one side of the couch which is like, you know, they always see people opposite from like your buddies. Well, a gang up is a great way to say it, Siobhan. The one side of the couch with Kyle, Amanda, Paige, Danielle, Sierra, and Maya. Sorry. I'm very, very uh, triggered by Maya's conversation with Sam. And I'll explain that in a moment. That group of people hate Lindsay so much. Who knew Paige would be leading the charge on that one? Now, I have had my moments with Paige. Those of you that are kind of just trying to like follow or understand, Paige DeSorbo is the – she's got a podcast called Giggly Squad. She's been on Summer House for years. She's dating Craig from um, Southern Charm. He was not at the reunion. Craig was not there. Maybe he'll show up later, but not in this first one. But s- seriously, this is a group of girls that all they do for the entire summer, and this is not a joke, all they do for the entire summer is lay in their beds. Like they show up to a couple of the dinners, a couple of the rosé, a couple of the parties, and then they find them their, themselves back in the beds. There's always like the most used camera angle in that show is the robo cam that is in Paige's bedroom because it's like... They live, breathe, die, eat, sleep, probably pee in that bed. It's the most disgusting and kind of gross thing. And also they're so messy. And I say this like, fine, season one when you're like 25, but then you watch the show back and you're like, this is disgusting that I live in this filth and they don't care. They know that they're going to be shot in those beds all day long and they don't know how to fold a shirt. And I understand you're only there for a weekend and you're probably hammered and drunk the entire time. But like Paige, you care so much about your mom. You care so much about your parents and being close to them. Like, don't you want to impress them a bit and say like, Hey mom, look, I can kind of take care of my life here. It's really weird. Carl and Lindsay, you know, Obviously, he's sober, so I'm sure they're not partying that as much, but they're waking up on time. They're always making their bed. they're cl- they're clean. You can see their room is clean. Um, the big bedroom down on the first floor where like Sam sleeps, I think Danielle sleeps. I can't remember like who else is in that room. That room always seems really clean. But Kyle and Amanda's room is disgusting, and Paige Paige and the girls' rooms are disgusting. And I don't understand why these girls cannot clean up. You know, forget Summer House, like put them on an episode of Hoarders. You know, we need to do some sort of crossover of the joy of, uh, the, you know, Marie Kondo or the home edit and Summer House. Why are we being, why are we watching that? I don't know. Do you guys like struggle with the mess? of the show sometimes. It's a lot. Now, you know, for the most part, there's always that one person that cleans up in the morning, always wakes up early and cleans up all the beer bottles and the Lover Boy cans that you see all over everywhere. But it's just, it feels very just gross. So anyway, this entire group of girls who love to talk shit, they love to talk smack and they sit in their rooms and they, they, you know, like, Chill in and then just talk crap quietly and kind of gang up the entire season. All of a sudden, decide it's the reunion. I'm pulling out my big words. Paige, who actually I started to like in this week's, this uh, year's summer house, kind of liked her. I liked some of her comments. Like, I loved the dungaree moment when she was like, What are dungarees? Are those jeans for the British? So funny. Paige was such. B-I-T-C-H at this reunion. And I'm telling you, it is not a good look. The way that she goes after Lindsay is so intense. It's so tough. Anything Lindsay says, Paige has a a clap back. Paige calls her fake. Paige calls them um, that they spin all the stories. Paige calls them that they, you know, everything is premeditated. But the best thing about this is we got receipts of the opposite. So Lindsay keeps her cool the entire show. And she's like, Show me receipts, like why are you coming to me with all this these intense words and you 're not showing me exactly what 's going on here? Meanwhile, you remember that Lindsay and Carl, for all intents and purposes, and we don 't know for sure, but they seem like they had a really they have a really healthy relationship they go to couple 's therapy he 's sober they 're dealing with the fact that she still drinks and like how to you know move forward so that she doesn 't feel like she resents him that she doesn 't ha- can 't drink how can they like get along? It seems to me that they are pretty decent people, and i 'm friends with. Morgan, who has another podcast. And I think she's one of these people that they were all talking about, like the bloggers. Oh, you always go to the bloggers. Well, Morgan and Lindsay have a relationship, a friendship. And Lindsay took Morgan around at BravoCon. And I spoke to Morgan on my show a while back. And she was like, I love Lindsay. Like Lindsay's great. So you hear all these bad things and these good things. But Paige mentioned at one point, that one of the reasons she feels like they are incredibly fake is that they got engaged on the beach. Not only was Lindsay wearing all this perfect clothes and she was like dressed to the nines for this, but they got engaged at the beach and then they went on to uh, be in a People magazine article that was dropped the next day. Well, Paige's comments were like, this is obviously premeditated. You got engaged in four hours later. People Magazine had done this this article about you. Well, my friend, actually, he is his name is Dave Quinn. I don't know if you guys know who he is other than this, but Dave Quinn is a People Magazine journalist. I'm pulling up the tweet that he uh, tweeted about this. He's a People Magazine journalist. He also wrote the book, Not All Diamonds and Rosé, which is the oral history of the Real Housewives. It's the book where he interviews every single Real Housewife, but basically throughout the years. And I know Jeff Lewis has a big bone to pick with Dave, but I love Dave. And Dave is actually, we met on an app called Clubhouse, which is social audio app a few years ago, and he's fantastic, and we share a lot of mutual friends. Hold on. I have to take a sip of my water. My throat is so dry today. Okay. So yesterday, Paige mentioned this idea that, you know, I know how this works. Ta- uh, you know, um, They got engaged, and People Magazine was out there. They called people. So of course, Dave Quinn thank God, came back out and said, um, did he, he, did he delete this? You guys, did he delete the tweet? I think he deleted it. Dave Quinn Page. I was going to his Twitter and it's just not there. You guys, I think he deleted it. Unless unless it's like in some different section, but I was just on his page and it's not there. Oh my gosh. So basically Paige DeSorbo is facing backlash for um for questioning Summer House co-stars Lindsay Hubbard and Carl Radke's relationship. And she was basically saying, you know, that she was, you know, going after them, whatever, what whatever we were saying. And Then what happened was, um, it would be really good if I was planned here. Oh yeah. She accused of them of several things, including that their August, 2022 engagement was premeditated, that their relationship is pretty fake and they just lie about everything. Well, a rep So, People Magazine basically came back and said a rep from the network called and asked people to run a story because Lindsay and Carl were celebrating in a public space where plenty of people could see them. Bravo and Bravo worried the news would be leaked likely by those people or by their co stars. So, I wrote fast, Dave Quinn tweeted. And then he basically said, like, she doesn't know how People Magazine works. Now, Couple comments here. Lindsay and Carl are whack jobs. I'm team page two. You guys, I, I see why you would be. I also can't even believe that you think for a second that Paige is not like pot calling kettle. She loves to talk shit about all these other people and she's doing the exact same thing. This, this mean comment about, well, you don't have jobs or you're fake or you're rude or this and that. It, why? Why is Paige so obsessed with taking Lindsay down? It doesn't work for me and it's confusing and it's mean girl behavior. And I understand like maybe why Danielle would want to take Lindsay down or why, would why, why you know, Sierra doesn't like Lindsay, but essentially Paige has decided long time ago that she and all her little minions don't love, don't like Lindsay and they will always take them down. It didn't feel good to watch. And it also looks real bad for Paige. If I were Paige, I would see some sort of more, I think like the above it. To me, it feels like You guys, so many comments are coming in on the TikTok. This is why you guys have to be here live for the TikTok because people are so intense. So a lot of people are saying that Lindsay is... A challenge. Like I told you, you've heard people say that Lindsay speaks meanly or whatever. I think Lindsay has a little bit of a Ramona quality and she probably speaks without thinking. She's probably filter free. But I also have met many people who say Lindsay is the nicest. So you have to remember there's always going to be three sides to every story, right? There's going to be the person's side. It's going to be someone else's side. And so we don't have as fans – we're just hearing what they're saying and just taking it for word. I truly believe that Paige probably has been nasty in the past too. Like you're saying Paige has never been nasty in all her time. You're also saying like the fact that, you know, they were going down on on Gabby for um, the fact that she still gets money from her parents. You're telling me Paige is fully self-made? That Paige never got any help from her, her mom and her dad? It's mean. Um, I think, and I've said this before many, many times. I think Lindsay needs to go and do the next season of Real Houses in New York. I don't think she should. Well, I can't imagine Lindsay and Carl are back on Summer House. They can't be. Carl, I've said it many times. Love him, but he's watching paint dry on TV. He is so damn boring. Okay, he. I personally do not think that that's good tv myself but you know what i want to i want to know so on may 30th yesterday it says quiet please sorry an ad comes up onto this um onto page six there was an article that says lindsay hubbard denies sh- throwing shoe at a summer house producer Lindsay Hubbard shut down Paige DeSorbo's claim that she hurled a shoe at a summer house producer. There is no shoe. There is no shoe to the producer. And Hubbard was responding to a heated confrontation she had with DeSorbo, how she allegedly treats her other co-stars. The way you treat production, the way you treat fans, even Andy Cohen knows you're rude. He had to yell at you at BravoCon for the way you speak to his employees. And maybe that's the case. Honestly, maybe that's the case. Like don't, I think all of them, hey Emmett. Oh my gosh. So cute. I think all of them are probably rude at times. I just think it's like, it's a little bit of a witch case or like a witch trial. I feel like they're really down to take Lindsay down and I'm sick of it. And I also don't, like a lot of the girls on that side, if you know what I mean. Paige, I think she's great at certain things. I don't like the way she is on Summer House. I think she's boring. Kyle and Amanda, fine. Danielle, oh my goodness, we saw a bad side of her this season. Maya, the way Maya upsets me so much, here's my issue with Maya. The way she talked to Sam and tried to, like, make this whole thing out that, you know, Sam, I was just trying to protect you. So she took Sam into a bathroom in one of the first episodes and said, you're a lot. You talk too much. If someone said that to me, which, by the way, they've said that to me my entire life. Like, I've heard that my entire life, right? Because some people just have a big personality. If someone said that to me on a reality show, I would literally, like, I wouldn't know how to handle it. That's like people saying to me on the podcast, Donna, you talk too much. What the hell else am I supposed to do? It's a podcast. You're on a reality show. What do you want her to be quiet? She is a personality. Maya is awful. Awful. And I never felt that way before this season, but that was so mean. And then she was so, she brought nothing to the show. Aw, thanks, Sarah. She brought nothing to the show. She brought no personality. She brought no storyline with her issue with, um, with, with Oliver, she just sucks. You guys, she sucks. And if someone told me on a reality show, when I'm Mike, Donna, you're too much. You're like, a lot of people are talking about you and you're too much. I would literally, I mean, I, these are the things that trigger me. And you know what, when Sam cried about it, I understood it a hundred percent because when you have a big personality and you are a big talker and you are kind of out there, people like to take you down. People don't like that. And I think that that was uh, a very, very telling part of Maya. Now, Maya and Sierra, Maya and Sierra supposedly have a podcast. I have no interest in listening to it. A, because I don't like Maya, and B, because Sierra is beautiful, but a big nothing burger, in my opinion, in terms of a reality star. She's stunning. She brings nothing to the show, in my opinion. Just saying. Gabby, on the other hand, the new girl Gabby and Sam, love them. Love them. So if I had to recast Summer House for next year, I would say Sam and Corey because they're boyfriend, girlfriend. That would be good. I think Gabby. I think that's it. (laughs) And then just bring in a bunch of young people. I don't think anyone else. What do you guys think? I want to know what you guys think would be the best cast. Carl and Lindsay need to walk so far away from that show. Kyle and Amanda, it's getting, it's getting to be too much. Like enough. Kyle just had his 40th birthday party. That's me. Like I'm parting. That would be me at the summer house. <laughs> like it's so weird. Um, so who knows? Really, who knows? Okay, what else is going on? Um, I'm trying to think we're gonna have another episode of Summer House reunion next week. Um, i'm not into the i'm not into the mean girl, not into it okay then let's talk just for a second real housewives of o c is coming back on June seventh We all remember that real housewives of o c had a real real bad um Trailer. Do you guys remember that? It was a pretty bad trailer and it felt like really boring. Well, I've talked to, you know, a few people that know the show and I've I've heard Tamara Judge now talk about this all the time. Supposedly, it's a great season. So are you guys going to be into it? Are we going to watch The Real Houses of OC? How can we not? I mean, I personally think we need to watch it. So there's a new trailer. I believe it's a new trailer that just came out 3 hours ago. Tamara Judge posted it. And um, maybe it's not a trailer but it's like a video of Tamara on a on a, um, is it Tamara on a motorcycle? <laughs> That's a lot. That is a lot of pressure for Tamra Judge, but I feel like I'll watch it. So that's June 7th. And then meanwhile, we have, of course, the last two Vanderpump Rules reunions this week and next week. And it's like, can we get to the end of this already? I understand we're all still obsessed, but can we get to the end? I want to see what's going on with this big revelation that all of us are up in a tizzy about that it's going to end up being nothing. And we all know that, right? It's going to totally, unless they make something up. Let's talk for a second about Lala. Again, I've talked about this many times. Lala is incredibly um, polarizing. Lots of people love Lala. Lots of people can't stand Lala. But Lala can't stand Tom Sandoval. And she literally went, like she can't let it go. Maybe more so than anyone on that show. And I'm wondering what's going on there. Now, we all think that Lala's projecting her feelings towards Randall, towards Tom. That's why she was like going at him so much at the reunion. But now we're months later, like months after the whole scandal started, at least a month after the reunion was shot, I think two months after the reunion was shot, Lala should move on a little bit, no? So I guess over the weekend, you know, I talked about on yesterday's show that Tom Sandoval was pictured on a plane and he was talking on a phone call to Raquel. Whether or not it was stage, fake, real, whatever, someone asked Paige because I'm sure Paige knows. Lala posted in her stories, and she just went off. This clown is bang is calling his first side chick while he's on his way to bang a second side chick and probably some randos. You know, da 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 da. da, da. I want her to stop. Okay, so she said in her podcast that after VPR is done. Meaning in two weeks she'll she'll stop. But I don't I don't know what to do here. Cause it feels you know what you know what tricked me or tripped me up was when Ariana was on call her daddy and said, Lala's not really part of my inner circle, or she wasn't really part of our inner circle. So that's why this whole thing is like throwing me off a little bit with Lala getting so intense about it. It makes me feel a little bit please don't come after me, but it does make me feel a little bit thirsty and a little bit like I need to insert myself in drama that I was not really ever part of. Lala and Ariana may be good friends now, but I don't think Lala and Ariana are, have ever been considered like the tightest of the group, ever. Ariana, like even Katie's not going so hard for Tom Sandoval and t- Katie really has a reason to. Sheena's not doing it. Like what's going on there? So that kind of just like feels a little bit like I need to insert myself because this has done amazing for my show, my podcast, my Instagram, which by the way, any single one of the people that is talking about Vanderpump Rules, everyone is doing well because of this. But I also will say one thing. If I see one more podcast with Peter Madrigal as the guest, guys, we're at low-hanging fruit. Does anyone – is anyone actually listening to another podcast of Peter Magical? <laughs> That's like me getting... Hmm, who would it be like me getting on the podcast? That's like me getting uh, the girl who co-owns Van uh, Sir with Lisa on my podcast. It's like, no thanks. There's too much good content. The fact that you guys listen to me and watch me every day is the most amazing thing. There's way too much content for you to ever... Get me to sit and listen to a one-hour Peter Magical <laughs> podcast. No offense. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll have to see. I'm I'm curious what happens tomorrow night. And, and that is that you guys fun episode. Thank you for indulging me once again with daily dose of Donna. I appreciate the subscribes, the shares, the love, and, um, I'll read some live comments tomorrow and make sure that you guys subscribe, follow, tell your friends, put in your Instagram stories. I will always share it. Make sure to follow on Instagram and on TikTok. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye dosers.